The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. All right, Rare Form Radio, 7.30 p.m. Thursday night, Los Angeles, California. We are coming to you live from the Dash Studios, dashradio.com. Headquarters. HQ. Yep. I believe they call it. 323-230-4445 if you'd like to call in. Mm. This is a good part. We like to let that play out so you guys can enjoy the musical stylings of uh, Mr. Dan Cleary. Yeah, that was fun. Composed our intro. I really like that ending. For the show. How about this shit? Yeah. A little reverse action? It's a little very uh, Van Halen Cathedral. I don't know that song. Uh, You don't know that song? All right, let me... uh... Sounds gay. No, it's it's what this is. It's what you ripped off, basically. (laughs) Cool. Um, maybe I'll play it a little later on. I have another little track to play. So Frank, fade out of that for a second. All right. And then, uh, bring it back up as they say in the business. Here we come. We lost a good one. Lost a good one today. Davy Jones. Yes. He died, right? From Ninja Turtles. <laughs> he's the he's the locker guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davy Jones. Yeah, the pirate. The pirate guy. Like, he was a pirate. He was a hockey mask wearing character in, in Ninja Turtles, and he was a monkey. That's right. No, we actually uh, we lost Peter Tork, one of the monkeys. I think there's two left, right? There's a clap. I don't know. What to... Yeah, no, I don't want to clap. Dip it down a bit? Yeah, dip it down a little bit. Uh, were you a Monkees fan when you were a kid? I don't know. I mean, it was before my time, but they re-ran them all the time when I was a kid. I watched because I, they might have been on... Were they on PBS or something? They I were, don't remember. They, what. Were, they were on something that I, I... They would like piggyback another show I watched. And uh, that might have been like Andy Griffith or something. Right. I, don't, I don't remember. But I liked it when I watched it. But what made me a fan was I had a cousin who had Down syndrome. And uh, her favorite... People in the world was the monkeys. Right. She loved the show. She loved Davy Jones. She went and saw them and met them and was in love with them. So I would watch with her. Right. Oh, that's a good memory yeah. to have. Yeah. And she would draw all over me and it was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever imitate an actual monkey and like pick hairs off you to clean you? No, no. But I would, I would make her like throw her own shit. At other people, though. Yeah. yeah. And because she was retarded, she had that strength thing. Right. So she would, like, hurt people with her shit. Is that where you get your strength? Is it in your DNA a no, little bit? No, because luckily she wasn't a blood relative. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Through my stepdad. So we did, uh, Peter Tork did pass away. I don't I don't know what it was from. I didn't really l- look into the story, to be honest. I think he was cancer or something. Probably. I mean, well, that's, that's kind it of... It wasn't suicide. I know that. I didn't know he was still alive even. How old was he? I 70s, did. 80s? Yeah, he was like 77. He wasn't that... Some 76, 77. He wasn't that that old. How and many are left? Two. Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolans. But I 
I did watch the show often. It was syndicated, so it was like on Channel 5 when I was a kid. I knew all the episodes. I knew all the songs, all that kind of stuff. They were the the um, the comedic Beatles to me. You and know? they were kind of, if you think about it, they were kind of the first boy band, like a put-together yeah. boy band. They were put together for sure, and some of them had musical talent, some that didn't. Peter Tork was a musician, um, and I like to think like a fine race car, that band would have gone nowhere without proper torque, if you know what I mean. Look at that. Look at that. Um, but he was kind of my favorite because he was the simple guy. You know, the just smile and go along with everything. And they had their own personalities. And I, I liked that he was the idiot on yeah, the show. Yeah. Was he a drummer? No, he oh. wasn't. He was a guitar player. Okay. Actually. I don't know who did what. Who did what in that band? Davy Jones was a singer. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> Mickey Dolenz was the drummer. Okay. And uh, he sang, sang hits like Last Train to Clarksville, I think, okay. and a couple of those. And Mike Nesmith was a guitar player, bass player type What of. did Davy Jones do? Nothing. He just sang. Oh. He, he was oh. little and cute and sang. Got it. Um, I like, uh, you've, heard, you've heard the Minor Threat cover of Stepping Stone, yes, right? Yes, yes. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, I should have fucking played that tonight. We can play uh, it later. We can play it later. Yeah. That's my request for the night. Request for the night. Minor Threat, Stepping Stone. I yeah. definitely will get to that. Um, I like that band. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, 7.30 here in Hollywood. I know that you hate that, <sighs> but I will sure. say it. Uh, 323-230-4445 if you want to call. Dan, where else can people find us? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rare Form Radio. And uh, give us a follow. You can leave comments. You can leave messages and DMs. Um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, in, in Instagram, you can leave voice messages in the, in the messages, which is very helpful for uh, radio, if you know what I mean. Yes, we would love to play your voice mm-hmm. on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking because I got a. Did you. A Jew. Did you ever do anything worth anything in the world? <laughs> Not yet. Um, no. Did you uh, post that picture? Yes. I'm looking for it right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it, but. Yes, I think you should. Um. All right, so there's a picture that if you go to our Rare Forum on Instagram, at Rare Forum, uh, you'll see a picture that has been unearthed. Uh, let's show Frank. Frank, <laughs> I, I've well, seen it. I've welcome seen it. to our show, Frank, Thank you. by the Thank way. You. Frank, yeah, yeah. the engineer, as always, helping us out. Uh, my pleasure. Frank is doing us a favor. We uh, Dash no longer provides a uh, board operator, and we don't want to do it ourselves because we want to focus on the show that we're doing. Right. So Frank is filling, filling in until we find someone permanent. So we yeah. appreciate you helping out. Hey, yes. Anything I can do to help. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, so there's a there's a picture on at Rare Form Radio, and it is a, a picture that has been unearthed, a vintage shot of Dan. <laughs> now, very, Dan, very vintage. Take us through what what this picture means. The, the genesis of this picture, so to speak. Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. The other night, this is this is it's embarrassing. I, I don't know that I want to like shatter people's image of me being this like uh, dude, g- gentleman, handsome, clean. Yeah, uh, no one has that image of you. <laughs> and you, if you, if it was even true, yeah, which is not, but if it was true, no one, you shattered that a long time ago. That's upsetting. Just go for it. Well, uh, the other day, I was uh, using the restroom and I was shitting. Mm-hmm. 
with my butt. Defecating. Yeah, let's I, I was, use the proper terminology on this show. I was making butt shit. You're taking a dump. <laughs> yeah, I was. And uh, I know I'm not the only one, but I am on not one, but two different text chains mm -hmm. of people that we share shit pictures. Mm -hmm. it, I, it, I personally am not, but I do but know that they it. exist. You've done it. Very rarely. Of course. I've I, gotten a few. Yeah. Most of them are from our mutual friend. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jessica. By the way, uh, we oh, are yeah, being joined tonight, tonight mm -hmm. by uh, our old friend and uh, moral compass, Jessica Saddleberger. Very excited to have She'll her. She'll be in here in the next 20, 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but I, am, uh, I don't send them a lot, but sometimes, you know, you're doing it and something special happens and uh, you want to share. So I stood up and I got my phone to take a picture and I was leaning over to get the right angle so I'm not in the reflection of the water. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I leaned, I heard a, a crackling. A sizzle? I leaned my head into a candle and lit my hair on fire trying to take a picture of my own shit. Oh my God. So, and it took me a second to, to like wonder what the sound was. And then I smelled it and had to like put a small fire out on my head. Yeah, the burning hair is the worst smell in the world. It was worse than the shit. But yeah. imagine the two together. Oh, shitty burnt hair. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Todd, I think was the first text. Yeah. And I, I liked, I liked the quote. Let me see what I said. I was very ashamed of it, but, uh, it's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I think I just said, fuck. You basically said. I got it, I got it. Okay, got if it. you got it. I just lit my hair on fire trying to take a picture of my own shit. And what did I write back? <laughs> I said, were you, you said, were you using one of those old fashioned gunpowder flashes to take the shot? And so that led to Todd making the picture of me holding the flash bulb standing in front of a toilet. Yes. <laughs> but it was not one of my 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 most uh proud moments well when you texted me i really didn't understand because i didn't you didn't well, say well, there, there was a candle no yeah there's no candle there's there's nothing it's just i burnt my hair taking a picture and i'm like well it's gotta be that that he was using <laughs> he's using one of those things that goes Yes. Like from the old West. And you have like one shot to take yeah. it until you have to like reload it 10 minutes later. Yeah. But man, I felt so stupid and I came out of the bathroom and I was like embarrassed red. And my wife asked like what was going on. I had to tell her. Dude, were you taking a shit in the dark with the candle lit? Like, is that the only no, source it's just, it's of like light? A, it's just we, our we, scented we, candle. It's a scented candle and we have them going throughout the whole house. Right. Because we never know what room we're going to shit in. <laughs> right. So we got to light them everywhere. But uh, yeah, so I had a little burn I, mark. I burnt the hair in in my hair in the kitchen while <laughs> taking a shit. shit. <laughs> a picture of my shit in the sink. Oh, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a funny moment, I yeah. must admit. Yep. Um, but yeah, two text chains, uh, some with people that you guys know, some with people that you don't. But mm -hmm. guys have this weird thing. I, I think we're obsessed with our shit. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to rope guys into it. You wouldn't? Well, first of all, I guarantee there's women on those chains. Too. Yeah, one, one was our ex-co-host, Lisa. Okay. Yeah, I'm on one with her. Yeah, I figured that yep. as much. I yep. kind of knew that mm -hmm. to be true. But I don't think it's just a guy thing. Like, I'm not fascinated with my... I mean, maybe I'm fascinated with my own to learn more about my health <laughs> and self. I look in to the toilet to see what no. has come out of Bullshit. me. But I don't take pictures of them no, unless but, but, it makes some... I can honestly say 
in my years of being alive, I've done it maybe two tops three times. But don't say, okay. And one of them, I will say, was before cell phones. And it was so phenomenal that I had one of those disposable cameras. You had it developed? And I had it developed at, <laughs> back then it wasn't wow. even Rite Aid, it was called Thrifties the store wow and i had it developed and like the guy handed me the fucking packet of pictures and kind of just looked at me weird and so he saw like, he knew oh yeah of course he yeah. knew well he knew because it was a picture of a toilet with a perfectly straight shit that had it was in the hole mm-hmm. and just climbed perfectly straight all the way up to the yep, edge. out of the water oh, out yeah, of yeah. oh what well out of the water a glacier we call it yeah like i had to stand up and take a scissor and cut it off <laughs> that's oh that's god. how long it was and how straight it was oh my god it was like a perfect it didn't have any curves of my bowel whatsoever my colon it was perfectly straight and i took a picture of it wow but that was like a marvel to me but you you definitely get up sometimes and you look at it, you're like, wow, that one's amazing. Yeah, but I don't take pictures of it and send it to people. Mm. I just think, wow, that one's amazing, and I go about my fucking day. I would love to know if, first of all, if you have experienced this and you do this, please call in, man or woman, especially women. I'm curious if any women do this kind of stuff. I don't know if women admit so readily to doing that kind of I think well, they do. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if, yeah. if you want to be brave and, and, and call us unjudged but completely judged, please call in. But here's the thing. You don't even have to be brave. Don't even say who you are. Right. Just call in. Like, that's the thing of why I don't understand. Why don't you understand. be Fran, Fran Drescher, but we know her? <laughs> <laughs> I totally took a shit. Oh, man. I'm very curious. I, I know no one's going to call in, but I dare you to call in. Three two three two three zero four 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 five. Yes. Uh, My little sister. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, some person that I know, <laughs> when she was a uh, or he, whatever, uh, was a child, maybe eight or nine years old, took a shit that was so big, it coiled around the bowl like once or twice, uh-huh. and we all had to go in and see it because it was amazing. <laughs> I see. And hold on, hold okay, on, hold on. Go ahead. And. It wouldn't flush down the toilet because it was so hard. So my stepdad or whoever, uncle or friend of the, I don't know, don't know mm-hmm. had to come in and cut it up with a knife. Oh <laughs> so like you cut it into like golf ball sized oh pieces man. so it could finally go down the drain. That is just. Is anybody listening? I don't know. <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. I just, that, that blew every thought out of my head that yeah. I possibly could have for the rest of the show. It was pretty terrible. <laughs> Pretty terrible. Frank, do you do any stuff like this? Uh, I, I hate to disappoint, but no. Well, I haven't found- I, I, haven't, I think, no, I think between well, the two of us, I'm the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it. But, but now it I feel would, like I'm missing out because the way you talk about it and the way you share, it, I don't know. Do it, you and your wife- uh, You could do a new show, West of the Cockies. There you go. <laughs> do you and your wife shit in front of each other? Um, No, 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 no. What about peeing? Yeah, that- that happens. Now, have you ever seen her shit ever? Like, mm. has she ever like left in there on, on accident? No, no. Yeah, but she has to have like left remnants that didn't go down all the way that of you course. saw. A couple of pieces of lettuce or something. Corn. Oh, yeah, yeah. A corn, piece of corn that didn't go down. Uh, I almost divorced her over that, but yeah. <laughs> a peeled, what about, what a about, peeled <sighs> tomato it, that just didn't it. make it down the what about you, What about you and your wife, Todd? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I shut the door when I'm taking a shit. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, 
I don't hide it. Yeah. And it's not because of her. I just like the privacy. Like I, do too. I have Same a, here. a wife and two kids and sometimes the bathroom is the only time that I am completely alone in a room. Right. So I shut the door. I fucking check my emails. Like I make a, an event out of it. Sure. Like I, I multitask when yeah. I'm in the bathroom. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, she's seen me before, but I, it's not like a hidden thing, but no, we just don't openly, but pissing. I try to hide it. I want to keep like some things you should keep sacred and keep some kind of attraction <laughs> left between each other. And if I see my wife shitting too much or if I like, I'll just, I know I won't love her. See, that's the thing is, is I feel the opposite. <laughs> I feel like if she knows everything about me and bodily function and me about her and I still love her, then she's a keeper. Yeah, but you know that stuff already. So once you know that like they do it, you right. do it, you don't have to like literally put it in each other's faces. No, and I don't. I no. mean, there was a time where we used to shower a lot together. Mm -hmm. That was like our thing. And, yep. and uh I would purposely piss on her, like a joking, not like in sexual way. For some reason, that's different to me, and I yeah, get piss, that. Yeah, and it was We've funny. All on she's our like, wives. "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It's coming right off. So one time, I made a bet with her. We were doing something fucking stupid with another couple, like bowling or some shit. Okay. Like we went on a double date or whatever, and we made a bet. And I said, "She's like, what do you?" I, I said, "What do you want if you win?" And she was like, "Ah." an ace card for a romantic dinner and date, like whenever I want. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I would have said okay if she said a million dollars because I know there's no way she's going to beat me, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, not because I'm a good bowler, but just because I would never let it happen. Right. And uh, she said, what do you want? And I was like, I, I've, right out of my mouth, and there's no hesitation at all, I said, I get to piss on you outside of the shower and you can't wash it off for like a dis a disclosed amount of time so specific and she looked at me and she's like that's what you fucking want like, yeah <laughs> i was like yeah. yeah and she's like like sexually i'm like no not at all just a, humiliate just a humiliating way <laughs> just to know that I'd, i've done it and i won and she never let me cash in so she's a welcher on top of it all what a piece of crap yeah wow Wow. Yeah. So sometimes when she's sleeping, I piss in her ear. She doesn't even wake up. <laughs> so stupid. <clears throat> Do we have any uh, emails or anything? Uh, I didn't. I Oh, actually, wait. There was one. Hang on. Someone sent me something about uh, political correctness that was kind of like a carryover from last week, but I, I don't have the link. You know what we should talk about? Huh. John Wayne. Gacy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, we should talk about John Wayne because I was uh, I was uh, a little shocked by what was going on. You want to read a little bit of, just to get, refresh everybody? Well, well, let me tell the story a little bit that John Wayne uh, made, had an interview with Playboy, I believe it was, right? In like yes. 1971. Yep. Yeah. And he was brazenly racist and sexist and all those things that we all know at this point in time in history that John Wayne was. I don't think it's any secret that he was racist and stuff like that in the subsequent years, you know, after he passed, but go ahead. So at a time there was a, uh, uh, African-American political activist named uh, Angela Davis to, and this is, this is John Wayne's quote about her with a lot of blacks, 
There's quite a bit of resentment along with the dissent and rightfully so. But we can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> he also claimed that, uh, quote, the academic community has developed certain tests that determine whether blacks are sufficiently equipped scholastically. And some blacks have tried to force the issue and enter college when they haven't passed the tests and don't have the requisite background. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeez. Um, and then, uh, he said he supported black actors. Um, and then he told Playboy that uh, only if they're cast in deems that he considers to be proper roles. Right. For instance, his quote, I had a black slave <laughs> in the Alamo and I had a correct number of blacks in the Green Berets. <laughs> a correct <laughs> number of blacks. If it's supposed to be a black character, naturally I use a black actor, but I don't go as far as hunting for positions for them. I think the Hollywood studios are carrying their tokenism a little too far. Wow, oh, man. Oh, and then the, there, he, there's another part that gets to American Yeah, this is my this is my favorite um, part. So he's known obviously he's, he's a cowboy. He's known for western films and everyone knows cowboys yeah. and Indians is like that's that's the whole thing. So uh he also slammed Indians for their role in history and he said <laughs> Uh, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. Our so-called stealing of this country from them was just a matter of survival. There were great numbers of people who needed new land and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking asshole. All right, so, so one, more, one more time. Okay, okay, go ahead. Wow. There were great numbers of people who needed new land and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. That is, I, I, oh, I'm so torn. I'm what so what are you torn by? <laughs> I'm so torn because it's the worst thing in the world and the most wrong thing in the world to say. But it's hilarious. But the fact that he said it, I, I'm shocked. Like, And he wasn't a funny guy. No. 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 So apparently this, they've uh, revisited this interview uh-huh. and everybody knows it took place and- This is one of the reasons why everybody openly knows uh, if you historically dig into the John Wayne story that he was a racist and, you know, and a bigot and all those kind of things. And as um, many people were then, too. Yeah. And he was old then. Yeah. And he was old then. Exactly. And he was the the king of Hollywood as far as, you know, actors and stuff go. And uh, he goes on to talk about the perversion in Hollywood films and how with homosexual sex and all that kind of stuff, correct? You want the quote? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, Might as well. Wouldn't you say that the wonderful love of those two men in Midnight Cowboy, a story about two fags qualifies? Um, But don't get me wrong. As far as a man and a woman is concerned, I'm awfully happy there's a thing called sex. It's an extra something God gave us. I see no reason why it shouldn't be in pictures. Healthy, lusty sex is wonderful. (laughs) like he's fucking weird and perverted too like i don't know so anyway they they've this is resurfaced now story about two fags yeah this (laughs) this is resurfaced now yes many people did talk that way back then Mm -hmm. um to think for a second that maybe he had the responsibility to not talk that way because of who he was i guess they didn't think like that back then no but this article has resurfaced and 
celebrities kind of were going crazy on Twitter about it and everything. And my whole thing is this, like you guys are all missing the fucking point. Like, isn't there shit now and people now that to deal with like this guy died in 1979. That's exactly 40 fucking years. I will never see his movies again. Let him just die off. And here's the thing. If you try and erase this, like, I guess they're talking about, like, he shouldn't be a national treasure. He, if there's a statue of him, take it down. Like, that, that's the route that this is going, right? But here's the thing. And I'm all for that, too. Like, you don't want the fucking statue in the front of your courthouse or whatever, wherever it is in your city. That's your right, 100%. But if you try and erase this guy, you're doing a huge disservice to history in the sense that, these kind of guys are going to pop up again and repeat itself if you don't be careful, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, the fact that they're making a big deal about it when there's so much other shit going on right now, like, yeah, he was a fucking racist asshole who's been dead for 40 years. Fuck him. You know, like, stop making a big deal out of it and just, like, deal with what's going on right now. We should start building statues for fictional characters like... The Dr. Emmett Brown Memorial Library. <laughs> yeah. Or like a the, I'm into that. The, the the Dorothy from Wichita uh Hurricane Relief Fund. Like people that their images can't be tainted because they were fake. Because they were actually because they were never people. Right. Yeah, they never right. said anything. Like, like like a like Dennis the Menace will never let us down. Yeah. That's what but, I think. Uh, but here's the thing, it's not like I don't know. I feel like when it was released, they were like The John Bender House for Abused Children. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they were doing it in the sense of like, look at what we found. Holy shit. Look at this discovery. And it's like, everybody knows that. Like, why are you fucking stirring the pot? It wasn't discovered. It was printed in a popular magazine. (laughs) One of the most popular magazines. Almost 50 years ago. (laughs) Oh, man. And like, yeah, it's just to me, I find the fucking humor in it at that point. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just like, yeah, that people were like that. There are people like that now. Deal with the ones now. Right. You know, is it, is it right that he had those views? No, but can we look at it and sort of laugh like we do at our grandparents? I think we probably can. Like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's over the top. So obviously wrong. wrong. Yes. But it is fucking kind of funny that a dude that famous said that stupid shit. That he even felt the knowingly need need to have to say it. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, you're sitting on top of the world. You should, your attitude should be like, Ah, let people live. Yeah. What do you want me to tell you? I got mine. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Oh, Mr. Wayne. Um, We did get another um, question, I guess. This is quite a soliloquy, but there is, I guess, a question. Let's hear it, Pilgrim. From from, who is this from again? By the way, I I found a new Toddism on the show. What? The when first I just thing stop you, talking. No, that's one of them. But uh-huh. every week when the show starts, uh, Frank, will you play the intro again? Oh, Todd, yeah. can you play yeah, the yeah. intro of the show? <clears throat> Do a quick impression, real quick. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. You ready? Okay. Is advised. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I think I I think I took that from uh All right. I took Matthew McConaughey and I just I I punched him up to make it a shorter I love it. All right. So I, I thought about this like earlier this week mm-hmm. and I went back and I listened to <laughs> all of our episodes we've done so far 
and then a few dark matters. From- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I don't know how I, I think I just said it once and I was like, ah, I'll stick with that. Why? It just, it works. It's, it's yeah. like, it's, All your- right. yep. All it's like right. when you answer the telephone, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, See now, but you're gonna make me conscious of it, so I'm gonna change it up, and it's never gonna be it's never gonna be organic again. Anyway, this question is from Rudd, and uh, he says the mother effer segment submission. Living in a small town, uh, to realize there are, I don't think he I, mean, I think he meant to say you realize there are types of mfers. I don't have a car, so I walk on foot to get from place to place. So when I approach a person getting into or out of their vehicle. They seem to make sure that I've that they know that I've they've set their car alarm as if to say, "Go ahead, I challenge you." And mentally, I think this motherfucker. Uh, I have no interest in your car. As I continue on my journeys, I wish I could take a bat to their windshields and leave them a big spider web to look at. But I know I am a secure man, even more than they are. So f them, those motherfuckers. He spelled out the f's. Uh, Rudd from Canada. Mm-hmm. Valid, uh, valid. Yeah. Um, let me tell you something, Rudd. If I saw you walking on foot, I've seen a picture of you. You posted a picture of you one time to us. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't click the alarm on my car to let you know that I was challenging you. I would just straight fucking challenge you. Yeah. I'd be like, listen, motherfucker. You touched this a, thing. There's a scratch on my fucking car. Even if you didn't do it, you're taking the the blame for it. You're, you're, you're Canadian dead. bacon. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the rough and tumble streets of Canada, mind you. Your name no, is Rudd. Being serious, <laughs> your name is Rudd and you're going to be mud. My name is Rudd. Um, <clears throat> I think that uh, I can identify the, in the tiniest, tiniest bit and in this way. When I walk into a store, even being my age now, and I'm wearing like it's... Which LA. is very old, by the yeah, way. Yeah, very old. Well, yeah. I have gray hair now yeah. at this point. And uh, it's very hot in Los Angeles. Many many a day I'm wearing a tank top. When I walk into a store, it's a little more on the high-end side sometimes. Um, I get I get walked, I get followed around because of the tattoos. You know, I get walked around or I get the look or I get the, we, we've seen you in here, noted. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like, Fuck you, especially to the motherfucker that's doing it. Cause like I'll go in there and buy shit. I don't need purposely just to show them like, I'll buy and sell you, you yeah. fucking rent a cop motherfucker. So I can understand. I'll take 10 shaving yeah. creams. Thank you. Now the thing is, is I can't really get mad because like I chose to look the way that I look and you know, there is protocol. And if I don't want that look, there's an easy way to, it, there's an easy way to thwart that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You're the better man. Sure, walk away. People are just fucked up. They're going to think what they want to think anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't realize Rudd was such a tough guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a little surprised by it. Baseball bats and spider webs in the fucking Don't they call it cricket bats up there or some shit? Yeah. yeah what are, do they even play baseball in Canada? Toronto Blue Jays. I'd take my fucking hockey stick. <laughs> 
my hockey, my hockey club. I take my hockey implement. <laughs> Just make them all sound like Billy <laughs> yeah. Morrison. Take my hockey implement. Good day, mate. I'm from Canada. <laughs> I will take my hockey implement and I will leave a goddamn spider web on that windshield, Ram mate. Ram it up your ass. So <laughs> I guess he would take a, a hockey club, eh? Yeah. Would be the proper. Yep. Have himself a strange brew. Take my fucking hockey club, eh? Hockey club. <laughs> hockey club. I like ah, hockey club. That's so stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> we're going to take a quick break. Yep. Um, we have to go retrieve Jessica from the bathroom. We'll go retrieve Jessica from the bathroom. You promised her you weren't going to go blue, dude. I didn't. She's going <laughs> yellow and brown. I, I can do whatever I want. Just kidding. And uh, She's we, parking. She'll be right up. We have uh, the beautiful and talented and lovely Jessica Saddleberger. Who has just arrived, and uh, we will be right. <laughs> we will be all right. We will be right back. All right, we are back. I'm so self-conscious on everything I say now. That's great. It's, it's, no, it's totisms. I love. Them. I know. I know. Uh, let's welcome to Rare Form Radio the first time for the first time. Jessica Saddleberg. Hopefully it won't be the last. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Thank you, Jess. It's really good to see you again. It's so nice to see you guys, too. Have you seen Todd since our last Dark Matter? No. I've spoken no. to him briefly on the telephone, which was lovely. It was lovely. It was. It was a lovely conversation. I mean, yeah. not to brag, but I had dinner with Jess last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, why are you paranoid see about- See you guys later. <laughs> Get out of here. Why are you worried about what you're saying? When you just came on, you're like, now I'm oh, paranoid about everything. Now there's been like this uh, go-to thing where Dan just picks up on things that I say all the time, even on our other show, and he brings them to my attention, to the public, and <laughs> then I can't say them again organically. Jess, like, have you, oh, Okay, go ahead. You can explain it. Have you listened to this show yet? No. Okay. So uh, the, when, whenever the intro happens, the first thing you ever hear is Todd going, all right, here we are. Like, no, like, I do it like this. I'll do I'll okay. do it for you. All right. <laughs> you used to do that on Dark Matter. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm what, saying. And then also when he says so the Dan, word. So because he has nothing else to do in his fucking life and he's a loser, oh. listened to all of our rare forms, then went back to Dark Matters to see if I was doing it on all the ones Dave wasn't there that I was, that I was hosting <laughs> and on. And you were. He like went back and fact-checked. Now you know. Now you guys know how I feel on dark matter. I hardly say anything, and then when I do say one thing, I fucking get shit about it for like a million years. Oh, fucking say shit about it. No, and another thing that (laughs) another thing with Todd is when he says fuck, he goes fuck this fucking asshole. And apparently, I do. I don't notice that I do these things, but apparently, that's what I do. I love it. I love it. It's great to have a friend like Dan to bring it to your attention. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you got something between your teeth. Like, he's that guy. <laughs> you mean a tight bro helping yeah. you out? No problem. How did the whole love line thing yeah, come exactly. about? That's exactly. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Um, so uh, Jessica is here with us. She's going to sit in. I think we I think we can go into a little news right now before we get to Jessica's life, because I do want to get into that. And I, I, I also want to know her opinion on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I highly, yeah. definitely want to know her opinion. And I do have to say, I've missed you, and I told you that on the phone. And I'm so glad that you're sitting with us right I've now. I've missed yeah. you too. 
It's so nice <clears throat> to be here. It's very strange to be here. But like, I miss you like to the point where I'm reevaluating my relationship with my wife. And I, <laughs> I think I want you to leave Adam. I was going to ask you. <laughs> Is that uncomfortable or no? No. <laughs> Not for me. I'm loving it. <laughs> I realized that in the time we had apart that I'm in love with her. I fucking love her. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. So let's get to uh, obviously what's on everybody's mind in the world, it seems, at least in this country. And uh, based on our playlist, I don't know if uh, our listeners caught any of that. There's a theme tonight. There's a theme in our music tonight. It's all songs that have lie in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a, all songs about being a dirty, filthy liar. Yeah, there's been a big lie perpetuated in this. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. That's right. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. We Let's start the conversation by all of this is allegedly. Nothing. But, but pretty factual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, until... Until it really all comes out. Anyway, we're talking about the the Jesse Smollett thing. I what's re- that? Wait, what's that? I, ref- I refuse to call him Jesse. It's <laughs> Jesse, right? Well, how would you feel it if I called you Jessica Saddleberger? Well, I think it would be a little odd, but if she spelled it J U S S I C A, she'd probably prefer that. No, but I Jesse. still I would call her Jessica. By the way, from now on, she's Jessica. Jessica. From, from now on, Jessica. that is her name. And Dan, Jessica, Dan called me and asked me if I've ever thought about pronouncing my last name, Saddleberger. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm so into that. It could be Jessica. Like French. Jessica Saddleberger. Yeah. Or Saddleberger, but with Either the R one. still there. Either. Yeah. However she prefers. Great. Berger. Berger. So, Saddleberger. <laughs> I love it. It really classes you up. Yeah. And you're already pretty classy. Which oh, is, thank you. I thought yeah. you were going to say, and you could use a little class, and I was going to say, no. I think you're right. And, Come on. and also not a hard J on Jessica. It should be Jessica. <laughs> or, or as Frank was saying, Jessica. Jessica. Jessica Saddleberger. Like a cheese. Oh, I like it. Oh. Okay, so we this whole fucking case has been going on, and I got to say, Give her a run. We give her a rundown of kind of what happened, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly this actor uh, He's on the show Empire. He's on the show Empire, and apparently he went on. Uh, it came out that he was attacked, and it was a hate crime because there were racial slurs and homophobic slurs and "Make America Great Again" in the form of MAGA. Uh, they, Slo- th- they, they threw bleach on him. They threw bleach on him. He had a noose, around his, had neck, a noose right? around his neck. It was a very intricate story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of heard about it in passing and was like, oh, that's fucked up. Totally. You know, like I didn't really know about the case or anything. I just heard that it had happened. I was like, oh, that, that's fucked up, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and then I started hearing rumblings from people like, oh, I don't know. There's a few days later, it was more than meets the eye. And. Because and the police had captured two guys that were supposed right. to be responsible. Right. Two guys that are the most ripped guys I've ever seen in my life. They were life. stunning. Who, by the way, were extras on the show Empire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, one of them was. Apparently, he, not apparently, this is fact. He worked as an extra on the show Empire. And then it started coming out that possibly these these guys were wanted as suspects. And then once they were caught, it was, no, 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 he knows them. There's been communication then there was this letter that was sent. Oh, I didn't know to, about the letter. Yeah, there was a letter sent that was very like cinematically done in the sense that it was like cut out letters from magazines to spell stuff out, like not in handwriting, you know, that uh, for I'm not, I won't get into it. You can look at it online, okay. but it's very to the point 
about his color and his sexual preference and how he should die because of it. Basically, it was not very nice. Yeah, and they they was sent to the set where they shoot Empire in Chicago, and uh, and so then that came out, and then there started becoming all this controversy over. Wait, did he send that letter right. himself? And then they caught these guys, and then right away it was like, no, we're letting these guys go. There's more than MCI. And the Chicago PD claims that they did a thorough investigation, and then they had, um, you know, the media was all over this fucking thing. Of like, course. it was crazy. And now, like, I, I was kind of flipping back once I started getting into it, because once I got hooked. Like, Ellen Page was on, like, the Colbert show, like, crying about it. Like yeah. literally in tears about it. Right. And it, it was emotional and moving and it was like- and Right, now and he went on Good Morning America or one of those shows uh-huh. and cried and talked about how they did this and they did that. And then I punched this fucking ass back and like, and he got very upset and the whole thing. And and then it started coming out like maybe this guy's lying. And the story seemed very fishy. And then, you know, I guess as of today, he was arrested and- they have proof that he paid these guys because he paid them with a personal check, which is not the smartest thing to it was, do. Got charged with a felony disorderly conduct and a filing a false police report, which yeah, is a file, felony yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, so all this stuff. And again, these are just charges leveled at him. It doesn't prove whether the Chicago Police Department is right or not at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's just been going crazy with memes and all kinds of shit. And I have been just as hooked as I am on like the JFK conspiracy (laughs) with this whole thing. Like I'm bummed that he got arrested today because it gave me a reason to wake up in the morning, just that the world has come to this. Right. And if look, I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of am on the side of like believing that this is bullshit. You know, Uh, again, I wasn't there. I don't know 100% for sure. Signs are pointing but signs to that are he, pointing to, something. Again, I'm getting my signs from just the media, but I can base my stuff on what the cops are saying and everything. And like, well, anyway. <laughs> so I'm completely in, in captured by this case because it's just the most exciting thing since the OJ case. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The fact that like everyone, when we found out, right, it's completely shocking. And then when someone, like I read something that they're like, they think that he could have been involved in his own attack. And I was like, there's no way. But then of course, as soon as I read that, then it starts to put doubts in your mind. Like, mm-hmm. could he, wait, why, why would someone do that? That's, it, that's right. obvious to me though. <clears throat> the, from the first moment that this came out, and people are like, well, why would he do that? And I think there's two very clear reasons. One is like the administration that we're that we're living through right now. You want to make a point, and but the bottom line is, Trump's people, his his fan base is a t- they are attacking people. Mm-hmm. So to have it happen to a celebrity can push this thing of like this guy has to go. This is what's happening to the country, which already is true. Right. So faking it is is all it does is hurt that case. Right. right. But the biggest one is. This, I never knew this guy's name. Now I know who he is. Now he's famous worldwide. Right. He's infamous. And, he's not right, famous. True, yeah. infamous. And you you would do this to advance your career. So eventually the show's going to be over and maybe you'll get work because now you're like a, uh, what's that? An, an advocate. An advocate speaking out for, against, yeah, yeah, yeah. for gay rights, for, for black rights, for mm-hmm. everything. And, and people will want, let, let's put this guy in a film. Let's have him be right. a leading man and be a beacon of hope for the people that are pushed down. 
I mean, that that's the obvious one for me is to make himself famous. And that's I, like what I read too, is they're mm-hmm. like, he wanted to get a pay raise and he wanted to advance his career. But yeah. I'm like, really, you'd go to those <clears throat> lengths to- That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Sense. I'm thinking a lot of different things. Like I, my, my mind is fucking run wild <laughs> with stories of like, okay, is this, <clears throat> is this a wag the dog? type of thing where there's way more to this story that we will don't know or we'll never find out about or little increments will leak out about how someone put him up to it right. and there's a whole like the empire thing. producers to book like, the show well you know that or like did some, some you know politician in a trench coat with a hat like we're gonna offer you a million dollars and you're gonna do this and because the president's declaring you know, a state of emergency for a national emergency for the wall and this, and it's just such bad press and we need something that's going to take over. Like I start thinking conspiracy parts of it. And then I think like, is he just mentally ill? Right. You know? Yep. And there's something, some real need to be victimized, you know? But then I start thinking too, like this guy just set back like civil rights and like gays rights, LGBT right. Like he just set them back a ton because, and they said this in the press conference and this is what I was saying even before the press conference happened. You know how much doubt is going to be put on people that this really happens to now? Did you see the Trump? Do you know what I mean? Trump tweeted today about like, uh, about how it's bullshit and it really, it, it, it does such a disservice to people that are actually assaulted there are people Whether getting, you're black, yeah. Mexican, Asian, gay, women, whatever you are, this just takes away from the reality of like the real things, which happen all the fucking time. Like, right. dude, people in Chicago, especially, that's why another thing is like, Chicago cannot afford as a city to get this wrong. Of course. Right. You know, because like they have so much fucking crime going on. They have such a bad rap about everything anyway uh-huh. that they they really can't afford to, to make mistakes here. Mm-hmm. So I think when they say, we know that this happened and we're charging this, I, I kind of tend to believe that they've done their homework yeah. anyway about it. But like, if this is true and this guy just did this to try and get a career boost or a pay jump or to stop himself from being fired because there would be too much controversy if he was a victim and then they dumped him or whatever it is, whatever the motivation was, like this was not thought through by this guy and this guy's a fucking scumbag if it's true just based on that moral level of what he did because like people get shot in that city daily oh, yeah. and uh, you never hear a an, fucking word chicago about or detroit are the, like the most violent cities i in think the it's country. chicago yeah. baltimore like it's, it's up there yeah, yeah yeah it's up there does for anyone sure. does anyone know what he was making per episode i have no idea i heard a report of 65 grand an episode which seems logical for that show it actually seems low so he was, he, was, he was scraping by on 65 Yeah, he was scraping by okay. and he wasn't happy and wanted a bump in pay mm. is what they're saying. Again, putting the disclaimer on. Is, and is he's what still saying. Uh, remain, saying that he's innocent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still claiming that. Well, apparently that. I just read something. He went back to the set today. I don't know for what reason. I don't know if it was for work or whatever. But <laughs> Clear uh, out his locker. Yeah, <laughs> to, Gather his to, belongings. Uh, but uh, 
My, I also think that like I would have just paid those guys to hang out for the night. Thirty, I'll give you guys thirty five hundred just to be my buddies. Yeah, like, you guys are so huge and awesome. <laughs> my Nigerian friends, I, I'll give you thirty five hundred to let me spot you at the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what you can press. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are your thoughts, Jess, on this whole thing? Do you believe him? Do you believe the cops? Or do you not have an opinion yet? I mean, so far, when the cops came out and did like a whole press conference this morning at whatever it was, like five a.m. to be like, we are arresting this guy because we have evidence that he did it. Did you see Did you see him? See the cops? No. They looked pissed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Just think about all the money this motherfucker wasted if he's lying. Resources. All, uh, resources and time. and time and like other crimes that are going on, but they're forced to deal with this because it's such a high media coverage thing and like there's PR people, there's the mayor, there's all these other fucking people that you're not even thinking about just the cops putting the pressure on the police. It's like, you know, when you're at school and someone calls in a bomb threat or something, yes. it's like that times a hundred. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah, it's yeah. a celebrity mm-hmm. in a city that needs the money, needs the work and is trying to work so hard on the, on the reputation. Like you were saying. Plus my, my doubts started to get raised a little bit too. When I saw the pictures of him in the hospital, cause he had that one little scratch, which they're assuming that's self-inflicted at this right. point. Like if you look at those two guys, and they tied a noose around his neck and poured bleach in his face, they would fuck him. Like, he'd be unrecognizable if they beat him up. I've been punched by guys way smaller than those dudes, and you can see it for two weeks in your face. Yeah, your whole fucking (laughs) side of your face blows up and turns purple, and yeah, I've been... So I was kind of like, well, unless something happened or they were scared away by another person walking up, but there was no other witness. I don't know, it's just crazy. But then this is the best. And I was talking about this with our, our friend. Here comes the best part, everybody. This is the, this is the best part. Because I like to find the little nuances. So they keep saying in all these reports that, you know, his attorneys are doing most of the speaking of at course. this point, that they plan to mount an aggressive defense. And it's always in capital letters and it's always in quotations. And I keep thinking, well, isn't that what a defensive attorney is going to do? <laughs> they want to mount an aggressive defense for anything. Like, John Gotti's attorneys <laughs> mounted an aggressive defense against the government, even though he's a murderer. Yeah. Like, yeah. so they keep saying that over and over in every interview. They're like, we're mounting an aggressive defense. Like that's a good, well, good. yeah, I'm paying you. you. That's what, I, that's what I'm fucking paying you for. So, so mount- far defense is incredibly weak. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to take a very lackadaisical <laughs> approach to this case, <laughs> defend it with as little work as possible and still so get paid stupid. an aggressive defense. Like just all the little fucking keywords are driving me crazy, but making me happy. So let's say, let's, 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 I do worry though, that this guy might be mentally unstable. I thought by now he was going to kill himself. To be like, honest, I was like, the reason why he's not coming in, and this is again me just totally speculating, is he's got a handful of Xanax and twirling a revolver sitting in the corner of some room, sweating, like deciding which way to do it. I thought, but you know, who knows? Do you think? Do you guys think, Jessica? You you're you act, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, do you think if he's found guilty and and either it serves time? or pays a fine, is there any way he can come back from this and get work? I don't know about that. Unless it like comes out something later, like he does, he is found guilty. He like goes to jail. And then, you know, later on he does like an interview and he's like, I was completely unstable. And there was a lot of things going on in my life. And then someone might be like, oh, I'm gonna help this guy like resurrect his career or whatever. But at this point, 
I don't think it looks good for him if he is found guilty and he really did do it. Because like you said, it's like setting things back. I think people are going to be so upset about this, especially- Dude, This guy could so have- unnecessary, right? He yeah. could have incited a race riot. Like yeah. Th- yeah. for smaller reasons than this, riots have sp- you know, sp- yeah. spawned, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, just like the total disregard and neglect for society and almost seeming like that was his goal. And we're already on the fucking verge of a race war. I was going to say, like, That's things are so war. heightened like a, like a, right now that yeah. it's... This is crazy, like, Manson shit, like, helter-skelter, we're going to start the race war type stuff. Like, that's what he was doing by... You didn't need to add the Make America Great, the MAGA thing, which I just hate fucking using that term. The Make America Great slogan. You didn't need to throw that in unless He's, that was your intention. And honestly, like he could have, he could have just left the show and like then gone on every talk show and been like, I feel like because of whatever, like go, and gone and talked shit to just be like, they would never give me a raise or whatever. Like there's so many other things that he could have done. Do we to think try it was, to, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that was it. Do we think it's just like a desperate, like wasn't, he didn't think about it much, but, I mean, you, but there has to be some planning to like hire yeah, someone. If, and there's talk of him, Rehearsing it with these guys, yeah. like rehearsing what the fight was going to be. Well, he's an actor. I know. Got to rehearse. He's running lines. <laughs> he had. But these guys but where, caved immediately, right? Yeah, they were like, where it went wrong was this: when they were rehearsing, he was of the Strasbourg method, and the the two Nigerian guys were doing, uh, you know, Meisner technique, and it just it's hard to act. I don't that think way. anyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> they're they're like the two most famous acting coaches, method acting, right? So. Um, and, and all right. So you plan this out and like, go by rope. I'm gonna, I wrote this letter. Apparently he wrote the letter. Apparently, allegedly he wrote the letter himself, sent it in. And when it didn't get a big enough response or reaction to it is when he started to plan the, I'm going to have them attack me. And, uh, and, and even what he wrote in there. I mean, he cites the fact that he's black. He cites the fact that he's homosexual and he cites the fact that it's a make America great again thing. Like to me, that's 25 years in jail. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you're obviously inciting a possible riot or like, it's just fucking batshit crazy. And then here's where it gets really weird. He wrote these guys for $3,500 a personal check. <laughs> like, dude, don't you think cash might come in handy and untraceable right. cash at this you guys, point? Uh, like, you guys, if, you, I, if it was me and I'm planning this thing, I'm getting unmarked bills yeah. to pay this guy with. Right, like, right, right. Hey, you Nigerians have Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. And it's weird that it's so much more disappointing that he's like a black gay dude. For some reason, it makes it so much worse. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, the plight is already it's, almost insurmountable. Yeah. And it just, like, it gives all these fucking idiots, like, white supremacists and homophobes, more uh, ammo to be Honor. like, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's Dude, bullshit. he's black, he's gay, he's making money, he's on a hit show, he's successful, he's making music. It's like a multifaceted performance that he gives. Like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? You're living on easy street. You know, like, I get... Even with those things, good looking guy, you know, like. And it's your agents that are supposed to play hardball to get you a raise. You know what I mean? Like you're not really supposed to get involved with that stuff or you walk. I'll take care of it, dudes. (laughs) You guys sit tight. I I got a plan. Yeah, but you guys don't get the commission. (laughs) Don't worry. I've rigged it. 
Oh man, it's just so fucking insane. And I'm sure everyone that like spoke out on his behalf, you know what I mean? Like people came out of the woodworks, like you were saying, like Ellen Page, like all these people are like bawling about it because it, it was horrible. Or like, like he was someone people could rally around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then, someone that people this really happened to could rally around, and now they course, can't. Of course, it's that's f- what's upsetting is that that people are going to be like, oh, is this another like just everyone's going to be like, is this fake? Was this yeah. staged? What yeah, up, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the believability rate is going to go down. Frank, let me ask you a question. Yes. You're black and gay. Yep. <laughs> How do you feel about this? <laughs> I I think uh, if he's smart, he'll sell his story for a Netflix documentary. Yeah, that's what's going to end yeah. up happening. They're going to make this guy's life story somehow. Yeah. But who the fuck would want to watch that? The I, same, I don't know. The they're going to do a made fire, for TV movie for sure. Yeah. Lifetime. You think so? You think so? Okay. Mm. Who do you think will play him? Ah, Hopefully himself get another paycheck. <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone like that. Um, let's move on. Yeah, fuck him. Jessica. Yes. What's been going on with you since we last saw you? Well, uh, I've still been in school. Which for, is, for photography? For and, photography, and yeah. And how's that going? It's going really well. I did like a black and white developing class, like shooting on film in and January. You, and now I'm doing like a lighting class. You told me you didn't really love the... Uh, the actual film shooting or developing? I think I've just gotten used to being able to see like what you're taking a picture of with a digital camera that for me, I mean, I did when I was a kid, I used to get those, you know, disposable cameras mm-hmm. and you'd go, you take them, you have no idea what's going to be on there and it's fun. But oh, now- We it, talked about that earlier in the show. I don't think you want any part of that conversation. Though. No, <laughs> no, I probably don't. Uh, but then just like waiting and then if you have an assignment that you're supposed to do and then you develop your film and like half your pictures are garbage because they were like overexposed or underexposed or whatever it is, then- I was like, you know what? I'm, I have so much respect for people that still do stuff on film. I think it looks beautiful, but um, not for me. Okay. Yeah. And what are you wanting to do with your photography once you're done with your classes? Like I'd love to be able to make some money like doing photography stuff on the side. What do you want to shoot? What's your thing? I like shooting people. I know that. I'm not into like landscapes. Like, I also like the think guy like product in, Like the guy in Vegas? The guy in Vegas? That killed all those people? The shooting, shooting people, people? At the- you like shooting people. <laughs> You idiot. That's my one, my one off color joke for your, okay, for your great. Appearance. I'll take it. I'll take it. Would you ever consider being like a journalistic photographer? I don't know. I don't know if that's like my jam. I saw a whole little thing on that, on uh, guys who like shoot war and stuff Oh my like God. That. I have so much respect for those people. The guy who shot, uh, I think it was the same guy who shot, it might be, it might be two different people, but the, the famous picture in Vietnam of the guy getting shot. Mm-hmm. And, and and then the picture of the little girl who had just they had just been bombed and she's naked running down the street, and he was, they interviewed the guy who actually shot the footage and he's like the crazy thing is is you're standing there with your camera and you know you have to keep the footage going you have to keep you can't help like and here's this little girl he's like the importance of the picture is almost more important than the girl at that moment because it shows the world what's going on. And he's like, and the, the, the guilt and wrestling with that for the rest of your life, like that's fucking heavy shit. Yeah. I don't know how you don't jump in yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, guys, I, get, I get the point. <clears throat> have you guys seen the photo um, 
of the uh, of the starving uh, African kid, and there's like a, a vulture right whoa, behind whoa, him. Whoa, bro! It's not no, that kind of show. No, it's uh, uh, speaking <laughs> oh, like, of photographers, because apparently that photographer ended up committing suicide shortly after he took that photo. The picture was, is the, is the vulture waiting for the kid to die. Right, right. It's, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's oh like the God. the vulture yeah. is basically the Grim Reaper being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. anytime now, I'm starving. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a sh- I I do have seen that. Yeah, I've seen that picture. I didn't know that that guy. Uh, committed suicide. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that would be very difficult. There's also like all these amazing photographers that I follow online that are like documenting what's going on in like factory farming and stuff like that. And they go to these horrific places and I'm just like, fuck. Like, what about being one of, the, oh, sorry. I, I was, no, I was just going to say like, man, I have, I, I wish that I had that in me to do that. Maybe mm. at some point I could get to that, but I think it would take a <clears> lot. <throat> I cry at everything. And so. that would be the kind of thing too where you would want to do something. Of course. You yeah, know? you personally, there's oh no God. way you wouldn't be able to not do something. So people that follow you on social media with, with the Hout Vegan and do you use your Jessica Saddleberger one anymore? I haven't really been using it. Like I still go on it every once in a while, but I think I want to start using that for photography stuff, like stuff that I really start shooting that's just like for me and that I'm interested in. Photos by Jessica. If, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. So people that follow you have seen over the last like year or so your content is so much about like animal rights. Yeah. Which you've always been, you've always had feelings about that, but why in the last year have you gotten so involved and gotten so social media heavy with it? I think part of it is that I just like starting to be more involved in the vegan community. I just started following a lot more people and they post a lot of that stuff. And at first it's like, it's very hard to see, but then some of it like, especially for people that want to know, well, like how does being vegan actually really help, you know? And then you have like statistics of things that you can post and people are like, oh, I didn't know that. Like I had coffee with a friend the other day and she was like, you know, a lot of your posts have gotten me to really think about like my food and stuff. And she's like, I'm not fully vegan, but like, I want you to know that I'm only eating meat like one day a week. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so awesome. You know, even, even that is helping. Even just doing the meatless Mondays is helping, you know? So did it ever occur to you that maybe she was, using coded messages, like talking about eating meat once we can choose hitting on you. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't being misled. Oh, well, thank you for that. You're now, even a uh, tattooed vegan. I now. just was going to oh. bring that yeah. up because I just saw that. Yep. Yeah. But it's just something now that I feel so passionate about. Like it took me a long time to get to being vegan. And then for the longest time I was like, well, I'm just going to eat that way. But I didn't think about like my clothes or whatever. And then mm. I was like, well, I can't get rid of my handbags that I paid so much money for. And then I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to fucking be carrying these things around. Like this feels weird, you know? So getting, what did you do with them? Did you I sell just them? donated them. No, I just gave them to friends. I was like, who wants this stuff? You know? You should have given it to animals. <laughs> yeah, like here's, here's your mom back. And you know, there's also, <laughs> you guys are so fucked up. There's also a lot of vegans that will just keep the stuff that they've bought. And they're like, yeah. you know what? I've already paid for forward, it. Yeah. Like, and just moving forward, I'm not going to do yeah. that. And I'm like, that's great. But for me, I'm just like, I just feel weird. I would feel weird wearing it or advertising it. If someone walked up and they're like, oh my God, I love your boots. And I'm like, oh, they're leather. You can get them here. And you here's know? my vegan tattoo. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, from what I understand, cause I have a few friends that are a hundred percent hardcore vegans and not for fashion. We know some people yeah. in LA are at that point. But these are people, guys that I know that have been vegan for like over 30 years when it was not, there wasn't like a Whole Foods they could go to. Right. right? You know what I mean? And <clears throat> they always tell me that people who just call themselves vegan that don't eat meat or dairy or it's not, you're not a vegan. You're plant-based. Because, yeah, you're just plant eating plant-based because 
what a vegan actually is defined as is someone who doesn't use any animal products whatsoever in their clothing. Yep. The way that their t-shirts are fucking sourced, all that kind of stuff. It's a lifestyle, not a diet. Yeah. 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 And I just said like, I feel like it's so hard once you like dive. I'm always so surprised that people are like, I was vegan for a minute. And then I went back. Cause for me, it's like once I got fully involved and then like watching all the documentaries and like the ethics of it all, it's like, I can't imagine going backwards. Yeah. I've done that. I was full on at least eating uh, plant-based for over a year. And then I had a slice of pizza and it was all over. And you were done for But No, but I still eat. Most of my food is plant-based. I mean, you're still helping the environment and the animals when you do that. But I would like to get back to that point because I felt healthier than I ever did. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, oh, and going to like that pig vigil that I went to that one night where all these people like go a couple times a week where they're standing outside Farmer John's, which is like one of the biggest, you know, uh, places where they slaughter these pigs. Mm -hmm. There's like 5,000 a day or something. And you just see this truck come. There's all these pigs. They're super scared. People are like trying to give them water before they go in. And then the truck comes out like 20 minutes (laughs) later. It's like the holla. It's like the scene in the Schindler's List. It's so fucked up. And then it's just, I cried the whole time. And then there's so many people there that are like, like don't cry in front of these animals they're already scared and freaked out as it is like <laughs> you're freaking out the pigs stop like, it but you know get her so out of here she's too hysterical you're they're freaking like, out this the girl's like upset they're like these fucking animals are about to die and you're sitting here <laughs> feeling like sorry <laughs> for yourself they start they really start going crazy when oh they see Jess like, what's wrong with crying. this bitch oh man oh my, oh my god does that mean we're gonna die are you, is that what you're crying <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad so what happens in a vegan documentary Excuse the dumb question, but I have no like what. Ha- what oh, what's some that? of them are awesome. I think you would actually enjoy watching a few, of, a few of the more high end ones that are really like popular, forks over knives. And yeah, stuff like that. it just kind of breaks down like how much healthier it is for you, what it does for the environment. Or you gonna say it's it's all well. I think it's also a case of like there are certain ones that they do studies, like long term studies, and why certain. Uh, why certain regions of people get certain diseases and why others don't. And they base it on the diet and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, there's some pretty interesting information out there for sure. And some of the more shock video ones. Like earthlings, which I still haven't been able to watch. Will get you like, hmm. And not only just because of the treatment of the animals. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of angles you can come in on. And one of the things is like, even if you're, even if human beings are supposed to eat meat, which a lot of people will argue the way the digestive system is, you're not supposed to. Da, da, da. But even if you were supposed to, and that's if that was proven somehow, what they put in it will turn you off to it. Just yeah, just all just like how they get it and- to you, and and how it doesn't spoil on the way to you, and what they the process of how they get it to you is enough to make you like you know what, I'm a meat eater, but I'm just not eating that shit anymore. Right. Like it, it could do that to you too. It did that to me for a long time too. Like it's not that, you know, I don't, I'm not the, you know, don't kill animals, don't mistreat. Of course, I don't feel that you should, but like when you see the way that they're treated and you see the drugs that they're pumping into it and you see like just weird shots of like a flat chicken and how they just pump it up with something to plump it up for the store. And you're like, oh my God, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Right, right. You know? What are your thoughts, Jess? Uh, They're starting to like, 
have like scientific meat. Oh, the lab grown meat. I'm all for it. That's great, right? I, I think it, it's it is gonna be beef. fucking amazing. It is yeah. beef. It is chicken, yep. but it's not an animal that's been killed. Yeah, and it's not gonna have uh, all these horrible like antibiotics and other kinds of drugs and weird things in it. And have you heard about like, this, Todd? No, they actually have. They're, they're making like science meat, mm -hmm. but it is beef. It is. They're chicken. taking. They're taking like a DNA. sesame seed size sample from like a bovine or a chicken or whatever, and they're mm -hmm. saying that they can grow like a billion pounds of meat or something like that from it. And yeah. they've been working on it for a while, but before it's just been so expensive that they're like one burger would cost someone like a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. But that they're saying expensive. eventually, yeah, <laughs> no one's going to buy that obviously. But now they're saying within the next couple of years, they're going to get to the point where it's going to be affordable. It's going to help. And even like the head of Tyson was like, listen, like it's inefficient to like, you know, not only taking the animals, then you've got to drive them to slaughter. Then you've got to have a slaughterhouse and you've got to do the packaging and you've got to do all the stuff. It's going to take out all of that. And he's like, we just want to deliver like the best quality meat that we can to people. Right. But I'm skeptical just because the government still regulates food. I mean, even fucking plants that you buy at the store, like organic is a bullshit term. That Agreed. Most of, yeah. the, the government lets a lot of, there's a lot of latitude on you slapping that word on your food, you know, on your plants, on your whatever, whether it's genetically modified or not. And uh, there's a lot of chemicals, there's a lot of pesticides, all that kind of stuff. So like, I just don't, trust anything that the government sells at all and i gotta eat some of it so i try and i'm fortunate enough to have some friends that really know and research this shit and go on talks about it and like are advocates and they tell me use this company don't buy this company buy this company so at least i kind of know right. right but like even fucking fruit and vegetables there there are ones that'll get you just as sick as fucking meat you know what i mean if you don't know and free range it doesn't mean and, anything. And it's, it's cage like, free. Cage free is just a building where there's like fucking chicks piled on top of each other. The dead ones are all on the bottom. It's like, like when prisoners, when you're in the rec yard, <laughs> like yeah. you're still in prison. And I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. about posting is like, I didn't know I ate meat for 31, 32 years. I, I didn't know any yeah, of this did. stuff. Fuck you. <laughs> I do. But yep. then it's like, you know, when people, sometimes people need to see that stuff or they need to hear things and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. And then that sometimes helps people and change the way they think about, at least start thinking about where your food comes from. I didn't never thought about it. I was just like, meat comes from the grocery store. Like yeah. it, I know that it's from a cow or if it's from a chicken, but like, no, it comes in a package at the store. Like you just don't think about it. Who got you in the door? Adam. Okay. So he had been vegetarian for 10 years. And then when we started dating, we would like, if we were going to cook dinner or something together. Wait, you ate meat when I first met you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh. And then eventually like we would just cook meals together and we would cook vegetarian stuff. And then eventually he gave up dairy and eggs and was completely vegan and was never like, you should do this too. He just was kind of like, you fucking do whatever you want to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do me. This is going to sound like a typical usual comment, but I'm being dead serious here. Human beings are animals, correct? So do vegans swallow? Some do, some don't. And I'm being dead serious <laughs> about that question because like, it's an it's an animal protein, right? I mean, I guess technically it comes from a human. But I would stop fucking swallowing with Adam if I were is, you. If you guys not, are really going to go the the whole way, it's not cruelty sourced. But neither is milking a cow. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah, it's cruelty sourced. Yeah, have you seen how they treat the cows when they? 
what if you what if you milk it with all the dairy farms are the fucking but what if you milk it with your mouth yeah, and you milk. Look, if the cow enjoys it, it's okay. You're, I think you, that's the a that moo. Well, yeah. Wait a minute. Listen, a milk cows want to be milked. A moo is a cow moan. They're saying moan. No. Moan. No, they're just saying. They're not saying moo. They're saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they love it. They fucking love that shit. Um, they don't. Here, well, it's the worst. Here's the thing, and this is dead serious. Like, I was never a milk drinker as a kid, and you know, <laughs> your brother I'll, is. Yeah. Well. Um, the reason why is because even as a little kid, I couldn't make the intellectual connection between a cow and humans. Like, and I, we've gone, I've gone through this before. I've said this before yeah. on the radio where I was like, most people get put off or disgusted by thinking of drinking human milk. Like I've tried my wife's breast milk when she was feeding the kid, you know, breastfeeding and stuff and just out of curiosity. And I was like, why is this? People are like, oh, that's disgusting. I'm like, why is this disgusting? But drinking it from a an animal that's not even your same fucking species necessarily, you know what I mean? Why is that not disgusting? And even as a little kid, when I couldn't articulate that fact, I always hated milk. To me, it was like thick yeah. other animal cum. Like, why would you drink a glass of that? And if you think about it now, scientifically, now that I'm older, and I've heard doctors talk about this, like how... Dairy's even worse than just plain old beef for you. Because it's used far, to fatten up Yeah, it's used cows. to make a fucking bovine be like two tons in weight. And it just has no, there's no value for a human being to drink it. And you, it's so fucked up because the only time that a cow can produce milk is after it's given birth. And that's for a very short amount of time, just like a human, like you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. so they are impregnated You're, over and over and over again. And then the babies are taken away. And if they're females, then they immediately are gonna be put into being dairy cows. And if they're male, a lot of times they are just sent to slaughter. So, so Todd, if you, you don't drink milk, uh-uh. But you eat cheese. <coughs> no, I rarely do. In fact, I once I didn't eat any, once I went plant-based for like a year, my body just fucking changed. I don't know if it's age or if it's because of that. If I literally, I used to be the kind of guy that I could fucking stand three o'clock in the morning and down not a pint, a gallon of like mint, white mint chocolate chip ice cream. That was my drug. I could eat the whole fucking thing. No problem. Yeah. Now I take literally two spoonfuls of ice cream and my stomach starts to hurt within 10 minutes. A specific type of hurt too. Like, I wish I had that because I'm on a pint of ice cream every day right I do. now. Wait, I can't. If I eat two slices of pizza, the same fucking thing. And like, I'll eat it sometimes. It's just because the kids are having it. I'm fucking starving and I like, I'm, I'm stupid and I don't remember. And I'll eat it. And now a lot of times I'll just take the cheese off. But if as soon as dairy hits my stomach, I don't know what happened to me, but I can't handle it. You're not at supposed all. to eat it. Yeah. What were we gonna say, Jess? Uh, speaking of ice cream, you posted the other day that you were at a vegan ice cream place, which to me was uh, so I, delightful. Listen, <clears throat> my wife is a pretty clean eater. She's not vegan, but she likes to eat clean. Uh, and she works for a farmers market here in Los Angeles. And there was like a anyway, we went to some vegan place to support her farmers market. <laughs> And I had my first vegan ice cream. And what'd you think? It was fine. It was fine. I, I made so many strides. I don't think oh I want to switch, but it was it was good. My problem was the uh, the cone to me smelled like dog food, like hmm. dry dog food. But that might have just been the cone or whatever. But it was good. It was better than I expected. 
I think the best vegan ice cream I've had in Los Angeles is this place called Van Leeuwen. And they're not completely vegan. They do have regular ice cream mm -hmm. and then vegan ice cream. Mm -hmm. But the first time I went there, I was like, this isn't vegan. You gave me the wrong stuff. And the woman's like, no, I gave you the right stuff. I'm like, no, this is definitely the dairy based one. And she was like, hey, idiot. <laughs> They're separated on different sides so that we don't get confused. I definitely gave you vegan ice cream because it was so thick and creamy. I was like, there's no way that this what is What flavor did you have? I think it was like some sort of chocolatey deliciousness. Yeah, I don't know if I could switch completely, but it was better than I expected, but I, I just- But I'm also proud of you. Like you are open to trying things and like you'll go to a vegan restaurant and maybe not I'm all the time. I'm not but historically open to much. But you, you've caught me on a couple things. Like I did do vegan ice cream and I, we went to the a vegan restaurant that Todd goes to all the time, you go to all the time. And I was very impressed Yeah. Uh, with like the- the uh, I ate there yesterday. I love What's that the, place. it's like a, the chicken Parmesan thing, whatever yeah, the hell it's, it's, yeah. it's fake chicken Parmesan yeah. and it really is delicious, surprisingly. Yeah, so they've made huge advancements with vegan food. Oh my God. Sure. And I think people are also just starting to understand that like, the world is fucked and we need to try to do what we can to help it. And, you know, animal agriculture is the biggest cause of like CO2 in the air. And so- Is, is that can, more so than gasoline? Yes. Yeah. But they don't want to talk about it because the government is in bed, right? With the- Of course. The meat See, industry. A lot and, of cha-ching. I don't yeah. care about any of that shit. I just like eating vegan because it makes me thinner. <laughs> It's total vanity. I mean, me. there was a book written called Skinny Bitch to try to like, uh, you know, appeal to people's vanity sides that like, hey, you're gonna lose weight if you go vegan. I hate that too, but that's also dangerous because then it gives people body image problems, which is- uh, I know, uh, yeah, which I have. Thing. Yeah, and that people shouldn't. Like some people just, you have different body makers. This is a whole other conversation that I could have for two hours. Right. But the body image thing drives me insane because people are putting their entire self-worth on the way they look. And well, that's as so a female fucked. growing up, that's what you're told. Like your worth I know. is how you it's look. It's not fair, but guys get it too. Not as not near as much as you guys do. But like I, guys can be like can fat and, and greasy and gross and still somehow get a beautiful young girl. But most like on a quote unattractive big women aren't going to land like the hot younger dude. No, and, and like as a female, they're like, it's better to be unattractive. Like you're taught as a young woman, like you can be unattractive as long as you're super skinny, but like you can't be you know, if you're attractive, even a little bit overweight, then people are constantly like, you'd be yeah. so much prettier. It's called a, a butterface, you know that? If you would, if you'd be thinner, no. The term yeah. butterface, everything's hot butterface. That's crazy. <laughs> a butterface. I just, it's I, awful, I actually, but. I'm all for body dysmorphia. Why? And just to be different. <laughs> <laughs> I think I it's think, so terrible. I think everybody so should be up. beautiful or, you know, put into a special place for people who are, uh, um, what would be the right term? Uh, People uh, who are um, image challenged. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm leaving. Yeah, it's so bad. It's no, so, so but bad. it's nice though, like with social media now, like for better or for worse, there's so many people that can find other people like themselves that I feel like it's yeah, helping people be more comfortable not, with their bodies. That's not necessarily true because 
you also have the ability to tweak the way that you look on your social media. So you can fit into groups that you necessarily wouldn't fit into. But I'm talking they're more. They're fucking standing right next to you. But I'm talking and I do more it too. about like the girls that not necessarily like the aesthetic of like, look at how skinny I am. I'm talking about the girls that are like, yeah, I'm 15 pounds heavier than I'd like to be, but I don't give a shit. I'm still going to wear a bathing suit and I don't care. I, I love that, that you were part of a project a little while ago where a photographer friend of yours took pictures of a bunch of just natural women. Remember you, you, and you, didn't you take pictures? Like it was like you and a bra and underwear or like a oh, bathing yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a whole project of like bodies, just bodies. Yeah. Like just she shoots like her whole thing is actually trying to not shoot girls that have like the perfect body. I thought that was yeah, great. Uh, yeah. To, it's to, awesome. To be honest. All right. Here's like a little thing. Uh, you know, in certain, I don't know if you know this, Jessica, I'm sure you do Dan from, the days, I, the children won't know about this, but the days where you looked at magazines, at porn magazines. Of course. And in Hustler, there was a section called Beaver Hunt. Of, co of course. Okay, so. It was the, yeah. <clears throat> so it was basically Polaroids that just, you know, readers sent in. Okay. Of themselves, and they're usually badly lit and uh, not very, um, there, there's no Photoshopping. There was no, right. you know, it's not, it's not lit well. And- it was always those women that I would go to right off the bat to look at because that's re that's what you're going to see in real life. So I was more turned on by those. Way than, more. I'm, I'm than, right there with you. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and even in my life, like I mean, I've, I've had some women in my day. I don't want to brag, but I've had a, a nice amount of women for me, at least to make this assumption there have been women that I've been with that have the perfect body, you know, like there are some of those out there. And then there are the ones that um, aren't in the perfect shape. And I've never really been a repeat customer on someone who's had a perfect body. Yeah. I, it doesn't turn me on. Yeah. I yeah. like realness. Yep. You know, I feel the same way about dudes too. Like I don't want a guy that's like so ripped and crazy and like <laughs> great. No, what are you I doing didn't. after the show? <laughs> Showing my little belly I got. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Okay. We Thank do you it. so much for having me, Thank guys. Thank you, Jess. This We've, was very fun. We got to do it again because yes. we have so many more questions and it has been really nice having you here. Thank you. Time went by very quick. It very, it really did. It very did. We lost track of time a little bit. But uh, yeah, you, you have to play us out because okay. I don't have the thing. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, do we have anyone coming in next week? Uh, Maybe. I'm waiting on a couple of answers. Uh, sorry about the phones tonight. It, uh, it seems like some people were texting me trying, saying that they were calling to get in. But uh, maybe Frank won't be with us next week. If you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what, that's Something was up with the phones. People couldn't get through. But next week, uh, we'll be back. Jessica Saddleberger, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. And thank you, you Frank. Are, you are welcome yep. anytime you want. Just show up. You don't Great. even have to tell us you're coming in. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Thank you, Todd. And we'll be back next week. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.